0: I'd like to welcome everyone to the Pacific Institute's Kitchen Table. The intent of the Kitchen Table is to provide a platform where we are able to share and discuss the dynamic world of cognitive science and the specific role it plays in performance. I'd like to introduce our co-hosts, Greg Coughlin and Ron Medved from the Pacific Institute. They have over four decades of experience working with hundreds of organizations on applying cognitive psychology and science. Pull up a chair. Let's get started.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the kitchen table. Hopefully, everybody's doing well today. Ron and I are here today, and on our last podcast, we were talking about a fellow named Don Beck. And Don or Ron mentioned to me that Don Beck had passed away, and I was surprised by that. Uh, so we thought we would introduce you to Don Beck today and why we think he's a person of, of importance and specifically working in the field of developmental psychology but also he was a master of application and so uh, sort of when we were preparing for this call we said well what's our point and the point that I'll establish at the very beginning is that Don Beck Uh, offers a model uh, what's called spiral dynamics built off work by a guy named Dr. Claire Graves who put a developmental ladder together and the point was once you understand that there's different developmental levels it helps understand why you have a perspective that may be different than somebody else and the second point is really how once you know this you can apply it So Don Beck was uh, a professor emeritus and in Wikipedia lookup, he's a teacher, a geopolitical advisor, a theorist on the application of large-scale psychology, including, and the list is quite deep, is social psychology, evolutionary psychology, organizational psychology. But specifically, he built his work off the work of Dr. Claire Graves, who was categorized as a developmental psychologist. Ron, you actually had met Don Beck, and so let me sort of throw the baton to you as both, you know, you knew him, but uh, you know him better than I do and know his work better than I do. So let me kind of interview you and celebrate the life and successes of Don
2: Beck. Well, Don Beck, thanks, Greg. Uh, You know, Don Beck, with all of those uh, fancy titles and, and, and specializations that he had, you know, Don... I remember Don. He 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 had Oklahoma, Texas roots. You know, he had quite a sort of a homespun accent. And so, it, when yeah. he was talking psychology, it was it was kind of odd to hear 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 that accent. And uh, you know, he, he also interestingly, I mean, he worked on a lot of projects. He worked in uh, you know Israel and Palestine and South Africa. But he but he also. Uh, had an interest in sports psychology, which yeah. is a, a connection, you know, yeah. that, that, that I, I had with them. And um, so anyway, he, I, I liked him, but really the main thing is that I met him as I was stumbling on integral theory. Uh, and uh, you know, my first book on integral theory, uh, uh, when I read it in 2000, and uh, got hooked immediately, but it, it included some spiral dynamics, you know, in that mm-hmm. book. And so Ken Wilber is uh, the guy that uh, s- spoke about integral theory and s- still is to this day. Don Beck's uh, information was married to it, uh, you know, in, a, in, in the early 2000s. And so, um, yeah, I just I I just found Don Beck to be re- really helpful, and I guess just I, if I could sum it up, uh, I think that uh, Don Beck and this goes for Ken Wilber too. They they gave me maps of the territory, yeah. uh, and and maps of the ter- territory where they said this is where you want to go, this is where you want to look, you know, to sort of uh, find answers. Uh, and um, yeah, he's he, he's just been uh, he's been a special guy in my pantheon of psychologists uh, over quite a few years.
1: Yeah, uh, well, uh, you introduced me to him, and it was sort of on a developmental progression from you know what we talked about in Carl Jung's work on stages of life and the the morning and the afternoon life, which sort of gave me a perspective on where we at in our our own development. You know, of course, I don't know whether Maslow would be considered a developmental psychologist, but he certainly put a a tier to levels of sort of needs that we have that drive sort of human behavior. And when we were uh, you introduced me to Don Beck. Don Beck, uh, through the work of Claire Graves, had put a, a ladder or what he calls a spiral dynamic that gives de- descriptions of eight different stages of developmental positions. And, uh, but uh, Today, I don't know whether I'll just uh, probably just provide a link to the listeners on access to that. so I, it's it's not that it's overly complex, but it's hard to explain on a podcast or I would in the time that we have. But tell me a little bit about your why Don Beck stuck with you, why um, why you were attracted to his, 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 his context. And content.
2: Well, I think. Uh, well, first of all, you know, it's these developmental psychologists. Uh, they, 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 they talk to me. It's like levels of maturity. You know, as a human being, as we, as we live our lives and as, as, as we grow up and mature, there's, there's levels of maturity, and I contrast that to sort of levels of age or aging and and i think carl jung speaking of Charles, carl jung he's talking about the afternoon of life i mean he's basically talking about uh things uh, uh uh that we should be thinking about and acting on as we get over 50 and as we move move towards the end of our life uh, the 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 levels of maturity of the developmental psychologist can happen at any age and and uh, i i i think I think for me, uh, uh, it it it, yeah. it 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 gave me a richer sort of picture of the latter, Greg, and and yeah. uh, you know that's one distinction I would make, you know, right off.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think you're you're ringing my bell a little bit in terms of Don Beck, and you know, in in Ken Wilber's language, Ken for integral theory he generalizes in terms of worldviews being egocentric, ethnocentric, and world-centric. And I just generally understand that to sort of thinking about ego being me and ethno being our, our group and the world broadens it out to a world-centric. So when you have countries coming together and supporting you know, Paris Accord, that might be a world-centric view. Um, but, uh, you know, when you get d- developmentally at different tiers, uh, you can take an egocentric, w- selfish viewpoint. So using Ken Wilber's definitions now, what Don Beck offered me was eight developmental stages or tiers. Or I like the way that he told it one time is that they were like, uh it locks on a canal that you were floating in a wor- lock and and as you're progressing, you the the other lock fills up and you move into it and then it fills up and then it moves in and it fills up and it moves in and fills up. And I like that analogy. Uh, but I also like the the construct that Beck provided. and just in the first tier, he describes it as sort of survival. Then he has a second tier called tribal, and then a third tier, and I'm really summarizing this as power or God. Then the fourth tier is follow the rules. The fifth tier is strive and drive. The sixth tier is socially conscious. And this is sort of at the eco ethnocentric level. And then there's another developmental level called system and awakening the soul, which gets to seven and eight. And that's more of a world-centric viewpoint. Let me just check in. Could you follow that a little bit? Ryan?
2: Yeah, yeah, I I can follow that, and and I think that, you know, this um, these descriptions, you know, in his work and other developmental psychologists, it, they even talk about the transitions between these different levels. Yeah. And so, if you pay attention and if you do your homework, you know, you can find yourself where, where you are on the ladder and, and, yeah. uh, it gives you, um, it, it gives you an opportunity to orient yourself to sort of a, a common, you know, perspective on where your development is and kind of where your, your, uh, maturity is. And, uh, uh, anyway, I, you know, I find that, I mean, it, 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 it took some effort, you know, to learn all of this stuff. And we, we both worked on that together. Uh, I, I really do believe, at the end of the day, though, is that once you've studied it and once you've sort of got an impression of it, you know, you, you, not that you can just forget it, but you 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 uh, you you can respond intuitively, you know, to people and the world and you know the events that you run into, uh, and and you just have a richer way of evaluating things. For example,
1: yeah. Well, excuse me, I think, you know, you're sharpening the point for me on why, for the listener, I think it's important to do your own study on developmental psychology and Don Beck. But for me, you know, my brother-in-law was in the Canadian military and did a terrific job in this, you know, 30 years of working or 40, uh, I don't know, the duration but he was on a peacekeeping mission in Somalia. And he was describing sort of the environment. And this is like 20 years ago. And he said at any given time, there was 17 or 16 different t- defined tribes. And at any given time, they could be working together to battle somebody else or whoever they battled last week, they were working together to battle somebody else. And I was just struck by Don Beck's levels to say, well, it sounds like Somalia would be developmentally at a tribal level. And so if you're United Nations people trying to come in at an egocentric or world-centric level or ethnocentric or world-centric level, it's gonna be a lot of work because developmentally, they're just not there. You know, second to that point is that Don Beck, I was, you know, reading some of his work and and he said, when things are really tough, people tend to drop back down to a tier or two below. And so I was thinking, you know, why do we have such polarization? Why do we have so much, essentially you hear tribalism, and it's because developmentally we kind of slip back down to protecting ourselves at an ego level uh at a tribal perspective and so i don't know whether i got that right or not but it helps me understand oh that's a natural phenomenon in human beings is to sort of hunker down and, and go back to your tribe
2: yeah i uh, yeah i I'm, I'm with you there greg i i think you know, for me on a practical day-to-day basis is that knowing, knowing, uh, these perspectives of spiral dynamics and, and others, you know, it, 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 it slows me down from being opinionated or making, yeah, yeah. uh, snap decisions about people or, or yeah. groups of people. Uh, and, and that, you know, I, it, it causes me to sort of say, well, there's more than meets the eye here or there's other things that need to be taken into consideration and that doesn't necessarily give me any relief in the moment I may feel just as frustrated uh, but but there's a measure of uh, uh, patience that I think is is born born out of the study that that has us take a second and a third look at people and situations yeah
1: I mean if I could have Uh, taken that last paragraph and put quotations around it and put it into bigger font that's at the why why introduce somebody to Don Becker's developmental psychology is just what you just said is the ability to appreciate different perspectives and you said it so well is that it's sort of creating that pause. So it's the gap between stimulus and response that you're putting a space in that at least gives you a a moment to pause and wonder why, oh, I'm doing this that's causing them to do that. Or they're feeling fear. And so their uncertainty and fear moves us back to a survival or tribal or power position. And so it's just, it's fascinating to kind of have a, um, a scale that you can use to kind of adjudicate kind of where people are coming from. But as I say that one of the really important parts of integral theory is that this isn't meant to describe hierarchical development. And they use the, the language of uh, higher balcony. Can you talk a little bit about that and and avoiding sort of elite, I'm at a higher level
2: than you. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's one of the fatal errors that that any of us can make is that you know we you know think that we're smarter or more enlightened or more mature than you know, somebody else or something that we're watching and and uh, when in fact uh, we are standing on our own balcony, whatever that level is, you know, in our yeah. development. And we're looking at the world. We might, we might be looking down at the dance floor from the balcony and, you know, we, we see what we see, but, uh, realizing that there's people on higher, higher balconies, for example, that are looking down on me or looking down on us and, and, uh, have a different perspective. So, um, uh, and, and maybe, you know, a better perspective. So I think, I think that, you know, I can climb all the way up the balconies in my imagination and imagine what the world looks like from these higher views. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, you know, I am where I am and I am in, in my own sort of uh, uh, level of development. And, you know, I'm gonna th- introduce another concept here which is the concept of cosmic address yeah. That uh, what's really practical for me is is that these developmental psychologists uh, they give us these maps that we're able to sort of orient to, and and we're able to to one way or the other, you know, uh, locate our cosmic address, which basically means that yeah. this is where I am at this yeah. particular point, and yeah. I'm going to have perspective and views from yeah. this cosmic address that are unique yeah. to me, and actually uh, two months from now, you know, I may have a different cosmic address that I'm looking at things based upon, you know, you know, what's going on in my life and, you know, what, where I, where I've moved to. So, uh, yeah, I just, it just, uh, you know, I think it keeps me from saying, this is the way things are, and this is the way I am, and this is the way I see things. And that's that. Yeah. Uh, it's no, it's not that, that, Uh, it you know this is sort of a uh, a moving landscape
1: yeah well I think that's really helpful to and I you know in our our book a world peace really we introduced cosmic address and when you introduced it to me it was helpful to kind of know that that's somewhat in dynamics that my my cosmic address is is influencing my perspective and That's now where knowing cosmic address was helpful because I'm influenced by my perspective, but I'm also now on a tier level, can kind of where am I at on the developmental ladder uh, or construct because it's influencing, I've gone tribal, I've gone survival, I've gone power, I've gone, you know, these different descriptions that enable me to sort of self-reflect on me and then, you know, let me fold in, uh, Don Beck, you know, work is extraordinary, but he particularly did. And the application of developmental psychology and cosmic address, uh, he applied specifically in a project in South Africa. Can you, I know you're not an expert on that project, but can you give the listeners a profile of that project?
2: Well, um... But just based on what we've said so far, Greg, that, uh, you know, spiral dynamics and developmental psychology gives uh, us an ability to sort of understand complex situations better. And so what could be more complex than than uh, South Africa, you know, coming out of apartheid? And, uh, you know, the, the key important fact to me is that Don Beck made 60 trips, six zero, 60 trips to South Africa as uh, South Africa was coming out of apartheid. And he taught, facilitated, consulted with his with his know-how to all parties in the equation. I mean, and again, you know, there were dozens of tribes and there were many different aspects of uh apartheid south african society and you know it it he would he would he would take one at a time or he would put them together into groups and he would facilitate this information in the spirit of helping south africa move from what it was to what what kind of nation it could become and so uh, you know we pacific institute we we had colleagues colleagues that were working in south Africa at the time, Uh, and uh, uh, it's, what's our, our friend uh, Wagerly,
0: Brian Brian Wagerly, Wagerly. yeah,
2: Yeah. Uh, was there, uh, his son Greg works with us, you know, to this day, but Brian uh, worked with Don Beck down there uh, on sort of the transition, the, the whole transition of that society and had a high appreciation for Don Beck. So I, I, don't, I don't know, I think I might've learned well, that later, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But I think what, you know, if I fold in Don Beck's spiral dynamic model, which is this different levels of development in sort of tier one, tier two, and actually a tier three, having that definitions of individual and community and country Behaviors. He could help, uh, beca- help you know Nelson Mandela as a leader. Not necessarily come at it at a tribal level because it would have been probably easy and you know uh, understood that why you would want to we want our tribe to win. And, you know, one of the things that I so much appreciated about, one, Don Beck, but two, Nelson Mandela's leadership, was at a higher developmental level. Otherwise, he would have just gone survival or tribal or power or follow the rules, as, as described on by Don Beck. Um, and so I, once I heard that Don Beck was involved with South Africa. And once I understood that, you know, he's an expert on the subject matter developmental levels, there couldn't be a better person to support Nelson Mandela or the South Africa transition than somebody that has a really good, strong map of the territories.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't just his relationship with Mandela, I mean, The way I understand it, um, Don Beck had a relationship with De Clerc, you know, who was on the, you know, the, yeah. the white side of sort of the equation. White tribe, yeah. Yeah, the white tribe. And, 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 and the point is, is that I think that to be a really a pr- practitioner of applied psychology like, like a Don Beck was, you know, you, you were a facilitator of other people's sort of awareness and growth. And at the end of the day, it was not about you. It was not about me, Don Beck, or him, Don Beck. It, you know, it was, it, it, was a, it was about the sort of the, uh, the coming together, you know, of the groups. And again, uh, back to an integral principle, which I think is also a spiral dynamics, you know, principle is that it, is it, uh, nobody is 100% right yeah uh, and and that there's it, it's a matter of gaining appreciation for you know the different parties and having the different parties being able to have a, a appreciation for each other.
1: Yeah Well, you know, to now fold in why I'm personally back to study in developmental psychology and Don Beck is largely because. I'm fatiguing with sort of the global combative environments that we live in. You know, I'm fatiguing by, and, you know, my tribe and their tribe. You know, I'm, I'm fatiguing on on people being against as opposed to for. And, you know, I've, I get at least some Utility out of understanding where developmentally individuals are communities are countries are, and, you know, giving a moment like you said earlier to pause and, and to, to think through, how do I want to respond because if I go, you know, without thought I could respond in 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 a way that wouldn't be helping or aiding us in sort of advancing. let me pause there just to, you know, I don't wanna over explain developmental theory or spiral dynamics in this podcast today, but more to say, uh, I wanna also drive home, you know, sort of reinforce our points.
2: Yeah, I, you know, just, I would say that there's, there's a real good book on uh, developmental psychology Uh, It's called integral psychology and it's, uh, you know, it's a compendium of uh, a lot of different psychologists work, you know, the different ladders, you know, that they all constructed to try to explain the evolution and the maturity, you know, of human beings. I mean, Lou Tice for years uh, taught Eric Erickson's developmental ladder. You know, we've talked about um, other other ladders uh, uh, as well, and so they're all they're all in this book. And you know, I would say there's a there's probably uh, fifty to seventy uh, developmental ladders. They all have they all have validity, yeah. uh, and so someone that's interested in pursuing the subject could look there. Um, yeah, I think I think one of the risks uh, for us, Greg, and for others that are that really take a deep dive. Into all of this stuff is to, uh, you know, I don't want I I want to say take it too seriously, you know. But the point is, a map is a map. A map is not the territory, and 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 so these are all maps of of uh, that help us understand the territory. But if you go into help try to help in South Africa or go go to try to help in Israel Palestine or North, North Africa, I mean, North Ireland for that matter, uh, the real territory there is um, complex and very human of course. And so uh, these these um, maps, psychological maps just help us navigate, you know, and to do some good.
1: Yeah, well, I I would just echo the, for me personally, having these developmental levels, maps, uh, and there are multiples, so you can choose your flavor that you want, but there's similarity or sameness in most of them. But having the maps and now building on what you said is recognizing that our cosmic address is giving us a viewpoint at this given time and looking out onto the world on the levels it just aids me in sort of giving pause to being more thoughtful of understanding why people are behaving and are like they are. The solace that I get is that the developmental theorists generally are in agreement that we do advance and then fall back and then we advance and we fall back and we advance and we fall back but over life cycles we actually are an advan- we are advancing and so i i maybe would like it to happen faster but part of happening it faster is appreciating that there just what we're talking about is that it is helpful to know that there's developmental ladders or developmental maps that can guide you in understanding it so let me pause there do you do the intergo psychology do you know the author um I'll, I'll look it up and put I'm it not in.
2: sure I'm not sure I mean it really was I mean put together under the auspices of Ken Wilber I believe yeah that's what
1: I was I was going to assume but I didn't want to assume for the listeners uh we're also from the kitchen table perspective trying to introduce thought leaders like Ken Wilber and trying to simplify what they're teaching into knowledge But what we're really amplifying is the application. And so a double dog dare here is to be able to do a little bit of homework on Don Beck and see how you might apply it because we're arguing that there's great application, not, uh, I mean, specifically in the times that we're in right now. So, well, let me pause there. Any last final word, Ron?
2: No, I think, I think you did it, uh, Greg. I, I, I just, one final thing is that here we are in, in the middle of uh, 2022 and uh, uh, with what seems to be unique problems and unique challenges. And I've never, we've never seen this before. We've got wars and strife and conflict between groups. And so the thing is, is that uh, there are answers you know, uh, there are answers, you know, you know, with these wise psychologists, for example, yeah. but, yeah. you know, sometimes it takes us a while and I don't just mean you and I, but I'm talking about those, those of us that are concerned, you know, to sort of be frustrated and, 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 and or the other part, side of the equation is to draw quick conclusions about things yeah. or have quick, and, uh, you know, one of the things that I've learned is to be careful about, what opinions, you know, that I develop, uh, whether I'm bringing them forward from the past or I'm, I'm making opinions in the, in the present moment, you know, I got to realize that I don't know, I don't see everything, you know, that's going on. And I might, ha- I'm, I will most <laughs> likely have a better understanding two months from now, or three yeah. months from now, as I do now. And, and uh, the study of the, the developmental psychologist is really helpful in this regard.
1: Well, well said, uh, Ron. Thank you for the wrap up on that. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us this morning on the kitchen table. Uh, be well. Bye, everyone.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the Pacific Institute. If you like what you heard today, click the like button. Or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family. For more information on TPI or how to get in contact with us, please visit W tpikitchentable.ca you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn see you next time at the kitchen table we hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the pacific institute if you like what you heard today click the like button or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family for more information on tpi or how to get in contact with us please visit www.tpikitchentable.ca you can also find us on facebook instagram and linkedin see you next time at the kitchen table we hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the pacific institute if you like what you heard today click the like button or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family for more information on tpi or how to get in contact with us please visit www.tpikitchentable.ca you can also find us on facebook instagram and linkedin see you next time at the kitchen table We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the Pacific Institute. If you like what you heard today, click the like button, or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family. For more information on TPI or how to get in contact with us, please visit www.tpikitchentable.ca. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. See you next time at the kitchen table.